0: And welcome to Brewskies and House Keys. My name is Nicole Kostolecki. And
1: I am Nick Papantanakis.
0: And we are here, as always, with REMAX Alliance in Old Town, Arvada.
1: Hanging out. Beautiful fall day.
0: It is. The leaves are looking good. It's fantastic. And the weather's nice. So, yeah.
1: Very, very happy.
0: How are you, Nick? What have you been
1: up to? I am swell. Um, I'm enjoying the uh, decision to do the somewhat sober October is what I'm going to call it. Um,
0: Is it day-depending?
1: It's (laughs) day-depending. It also depended on the fact that we got last-minute tickets to Great American Beer Festival last weekend.
0: That is awesome.
1: So I couldn't very much do the whole sober October thing then, so, it was... Uh, How
0: was it? How... Was there... Was it really busy? Was there a lot of people?
1: It was pretty insane. We I haven't gone Saturday, in a while. Okay. And so, it was the third... I guess the third day, second full day um, of it. And we were there right as they were opening the gates. We didn't even realize it. Uh, but we had to kind of queue up in line there. And they were letting people in in little bursts. And then uh, they sounded off some air horn. And they just kind of released the, the hounds. And we all just went sprinting <laughs> off. It was pretty fun. But, I mean, amazing... Thousands of
0: people. I haven't been in so long. Like, it's been maybe five plus years. Really? Because it's so big. Well, it's huge. I actually like... I find that I like the more intimate beer festivals, but that Mm. one is... I mean, you have breweries from all over the world.
1: All over the world, and it's... What's funny is we went with people, uh, friends of my wife, who... One of them had a plan. And it's nice to go with someone who has a plan, because then you just kind of follow around like a lost puppy, and we, we... We're hitting methodically different places, but then we'd kind of taper off and do ones that we wanted to do too, but we probably, you know, they give you just a little one ounce pour and we probably went to 40 different booths, so... Forty ounces of beer That's is a, really not
0: that, that much. much. I bet you had more than that. To <laughs>
1: Forty ounces of freedom see my side stories podcast that I'm gonna do for um no. Um it was a lot of fun. We you know, it's a nice way to try we got to try a bunch of stuff we had never had. Yeah. There was a non alcoholic beer, the one we featured last week on the episode of Athletic. Athletic Brewing. They were nice. there. They had a line, which I was impressed with because I didn't think at a brew festival that people would want to try the NA beers, mm-hmm. but their beer is really good. So it is. Um, it did you a have
0: a favorite?
1: Gosh, uh, that's a hard no, I question did. I because did. yeah, it, it is a hard question because one, I don't know if I would remember everything, and two, I had a lot of them. But we had one. I don't remember the brewery, <laughs> but it was called Ecto Sour.
0: Okay, so sour.
1: If you know, if you are a kid that All had right. the high C juice boxes uh, from Ghostbusters that said Ecto Cooler. Uh, they had Slimer on the, on the front of them. That's something I remember from my childhood, if that gives you any idea how old I am. But, um, this was a green beer and it was a sour, but it wasn't like, it wasn't like sweet sour. It wasn't offensively, why am I drinking this sour? The balance to it was so good. I don't really know if there's huh. any fruit flavor to it, but the fact that we, we saw somebody walking with it we are like, we need to go get that green beer. So we found it and it was, it was pretty tasty. I, I wish I remember where it's from.
0: Well, we can look it up later.
1: We'll have to. So it was a good time. It was a very good time.
0: Was there a specific type of beer that was, like, featured? I know that's a weird question, but I know one time when I went, it seemed to be smoked beers was, like, a thing.
1: I know what you mean. Yeah, I don't
0: know. Sour beers? I, mean. I don't
1: know that it was anything in particular. Nothing like that? No, a lot it's of places curious. had their, their Marzen on, which is still, mm. you know, the Oktoberfest style, which we've talked about before. Is my favorite. Um, and a lot of places had that out along with some of their kind of flagship beers. So that was fun to be able to try a bunch of different ones of those. Given the time of year, I think mm-hmm. that's probably happens every year there, but I haven't yeah. been in a while either, so I don't remember. Um, yeah, there was a lot of really fun stuff. And there were cool other options. Um, there's a place that just opened, which we may have to do some sort of feature of eventually in Denver called the Beer Spa. Have you seen this place?
0: I have heard of that. Have you been? Have I been? No.
1: Okay. So you
0: ba- you bathe in beer, don't you? I or mean, something? I don't know <laughs> for sure.
1: <laughs> I know that they've got one of those self-pour walls, Wait. and I know that they've got like, like an actual tub. spa.
0: Yes, and you just
1: and so they had they had a is setup it there. Bathing
0: in it might not be bathing in I beer. Don't know. I might be sitting in the spa and. Drinking beer. I
1: think it's more likely that. <laughs> but, that would
0: you know, be a waste of beer.
1: I do think that um, they had a really huge, like, kind of end cap boots set up, which was really cool and kind of talked all about them. Yep. So I think that would be an amazing place to go to. And that gave me the idea that there was something there that didn't actually offer beer that was representing its business. Could be that a year from now we could see about we a could be there and House Keys booth at the Great American Beer. I don't know. And a live
0: podcast know. and maybe live streaming
1: <laughs> for one evening. Wow. Um, I think that could be a really, 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 really good time. So just put it out there, put it out in the universe. If any, if any of you, all all of you listeners are listening, and you want to write a petition, that'd be fine. That'd be okay. I think. Yeah. So anyway,
0: got that, and then you know, Halloween's coming up.
1: Halloween is coming up. And we have we have an event in Old Town. Yes.
0: It's called Trick or Treat Street. It's really awesome. There's a bunch of people that bring, you know, families and adults. Everyone comes to Old Town and you go to each, you know, each vendor or each storefront and us come to Remax Alliance and get some candy.
1: Yeah. It's fun to see how many of the businesses participate down here. It There's is. a lot. Hundreds and hundreds of, of people that yes. flood the streets. Last it's, year,
0: there was a lot.
1: It's insane. And it's really fun. And I think, if I'm not mistaken, you were dressed up as the Cowardly Lion last year. I was a lion. You were. Yeah. You were. Was the Ecto sour by um, Switchgear Brewing Company? Probably. <laughs> uh,
0: Switchgear Brewing Company is what Nico. Has found.
1: So we'll go with that. Key lime kettle sour. There we go. It was so good. Key lime kettle sour, an ode to the Ghostbusters Ecto
0: That's it. It had Where are they from?
1: Switch gear. I'm writing that down. Is what's WI's Wisconsin?
0: Yeah. What a good. Wow. What a good segue. Yes. So, well, real quick though, okay, Trick right. or Treat Street we'll is that. on October 28th, yes. and it is down here in Old Town, Nevada. Um, from starts at five, so come on down, come see us, come into the office. We'll give you a beer, and we have non-alcoholic or alcoholic
1: beers. Yeah, we have it all. <laughs> branded, so, but it's fun if you have kiddos. You know, if you're with your family, come on down. It's just even if you don't have kids, it's fun to just. It's a spectacle. It's worth yeah. seeing. And actually, what's funny is the restaurants don't get that busy until after things kind of end. So if you came down here and you saw thousands of people in the streets, you'd be like, "Wait a minute, uh, I'm not going to be able but to." The, the restaurant, restaurant
0: would be you open. You can walk right
1: into <laughs> Lady Nomada, and there there's no wait. We we had the experience last year, actually. I'll so tell you
0: great. what: the level of
1: costume quality on these little kids. Some parents are. Going. Is it high quality? It's nuts. <laughs> you think they work for Hollywood? Yeah. <laughs> the, the, the level of, <laughs> craftsmanship yeah. is just out of this world. I've even seen uh, Nico in a what I would consider out of this world Spider-Man costume down here uh, for Trick or Treat Street. Legit.
0: Nico is legit in his costume. If I it may works. say,
1: you know, Nico's one that can fill out the Spider-Man costume. Not all of us can do that. So he looks like a superhero. <laughs> Actually, your, your frame is more like Spider-Man than mine. <laughs> That's true. Peter Parker is a little bit, a little bit of a rail. That's true. Nico's more of a Thor shape, if you will. Use your imagination, viewers. Kind of
0: reminds me of like Home Improvement, like Wilson. How you can never see him. (laughs) That's Nico. Just an his
1: voice, occasionally a hand in the picture.
0: Maybe one day you will have the chance, the pleasure, the pleasure. Yes, someday. He is camera ready at any time. So, what are you drinking? Well, okay,
1: let's talk about this. said, speaking of Wisconsin, we, uh, in light of the or in in essence of the sober October, are rocking a non alcoholic beer from a brewery called Untitled Art, and it uh, it is out of a cool Wanaki, Wisconsin. Am I pronouncing that correctly? Midwestern. I don't.
0: Yeah, right. Wanaki is what I would say. Okay, I agree, but I could be wrong. So sorry if you are from (laughs) Wanaki. But Wisconsin.
1: I mean a really tasty IPA, non-alcoholic IPA. I'm impressed with this. We were talking about how some non-alcoholic beers just don't have the right texture, don't have the right kind of makeup of the flavors that you want. Athletic does a really good job. I think this one
0: I think it's pretty good. Yeah, I think it tastes pretty similar as far as having like the malty flavor and a little bit of the hoppy flavor, but you just don't taste alcohol.
1: Yeah. Yeah, and uh, Nico was actually mentioning earlier that some of them can... The mouthfeel, is it right? You know, it's, it's, it almost feels more like soda or sparkling water. This, I don't think, has that. I think this one has a little bit more of the, the texture. Yeah, I, I agree. The other, yeah. the other one we tried had bubbles like soda. Yeah, yeah, so not a bad no, thing. I think this one's it Depends good. on what you're looking for, I guess. But yeah, this is a tasty one. Uh, for those of you that are local to the Arvada, Denver metro area, Molly's Wine and Spirits on 44th and Sheridan, has a huge selection of non-alcoholic goodies. So worth checking them out. That's where I found this guy today. So
0: Molly's is good. Yeah. yeah, Right by Lakeside.
1: Yep. That's right. All
0: right. So on today's episode, we are going to do real estate myth busters.
1: Ooh, I like this. Yeah.
0: Pretty fun. It's a good topic. So let's go ahead and start. So our first myth is you must offer on a house immediately if you love the home.
1: So, that's a that's a tough one, right? Because given the the way the market was for the last, we'll call it 24 months, mm-hmm. people were programmed for that.
0: Yes, yeah.
1: Be, because of the competition, because of the way things were that it was a hot market. It's tough to yeah, it's it's gone go, in a go, weekend go, go. that you had to make a hasty decision. Well, mm-hmm. we've mentioned more than once in this podcast that you you do have to take your time with something that is a major decision. And unfortunately, through those 24 months or, or through that time, People, People
0: couldn't. They couldn't. Yeah.
1: And it just stinks. So I think it's great that folks can can take their time, make an educated decision, maybe re- even revisit, you know, take don't have to, you know, see it once and, oh, I think I remember everything about that house. Let's just offer on it. They don't have to do that. Yeah. Anymore.
0: You can set up a second showing.
1: It's really nice. So, mm-hmm. um, you know, and, like and go to
0: an open house or whatever.
1: Yeah. yeah. And, and and really mm-hmm. whittle down your your likes and dislikes. I think, you know, on the flip side of that coin, it is It is also important to not expect that homes are going to sit and sit and sit and sit, because if it is a really nice home and you do love it, um, it's important to have your agent, and you've heard us say this before too, have your agent pick up the phone, talk to that other agent, mm-hmm. and make sure you know the situation, because it could be in a multiple offer situation. So you just got to know, I guess.
0: Yeah, definitely. And yeah, same with on the flip side, the last thing you would want is to be ready to like put an offer in on it and then you find out it's under contract. So you just have to be aware and be in contact with your agent have your agent be in contact with that agent. Make sure everyone knows what's going on.
1: Yep. It's a big, big part of the deal there, but that's a, that's our first myth out of the gate. Second one is, um, be prepared to offer over asking price.
0: So this one, again, very different from the last 24 months. And even earlier in this year 2022 um, where you were prepared to offer 10 percent over asking but it's no longer the case so the close to list price in september was below 100 percent meaning that the average um i mean the average person or the average buyer offered less than asking price and got it and got it and closed on it
1: so that's 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 a huge shift from the way it was prior and it used to be those conversations with a, a new buyer was, how high can you go?
0: Right. Yeah, it's not like that. Okay, well, it's more like, all right, well, what do you what do you think the house is worth? What do you want to bid on it? Um, That kind of conversations.
1: Kind of goes hand in hand with that first one we talked about where you can kind of pace it a little better. You don't right. have to feel as manic yes. about it, about the price too.
0: Exactly. Um, I mean, that mixed with the fact that people are lowering their list price and there's price drops. You see, kind of all over, so
1: can be a little more methodical, and that, that makes a big, a big impact for people that are truly looking to buy right now and, and know what they can afford.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right, myth number three: You will know what you can afford after being pre-approved.
1: That's a tough one. Yes. You know, working with a really solid lender—we've told you that before—is really, really important. So please, please, please know that that's got to be part of your process. Mm-hmm. But um, it's it's kind of it's kind of a myth. It's kind of true that you know you you obviously know a, a, a dollar amount that is comfortable for you based on the pre-approval letter that your lender will provide. That is based on your credit score, your income level, your debt to income ratio,
0: and the current interest rate,
1: and the current interest rate. So that's the variable, right? And that's where it's important because we've seen what's happened with interest rates over the last, you know,
0: four three months. months. Yeah. yeah,
1: and so it's it's really uh uh not rolling the dice, but it's volatile. You know, it is it is something that you need to be cognizant of. That even though you may be pre-approved, say at six hundred thousand dollars for a home, well, in the next three weeks, if we go out and shop for a home together, and you find one that's five eighty and you love it. Well, you could look at the price breakdowns, but if the interest rates have gone up, maybe you can't afford that monthly payment right. anymore. And so that's where it's um, really, really important. And I would say on top of that, um, you know, making sure agents can can be creative. Um, you know, the the time of the seller being in the driver's seat 100% is, is done, I think, for now. And, and right. I think buyers can have a little bit more say. And so not to give too much away, but work with your agent, Ask how we can be creative.
0: You know, are, get some seller to, concessions. See if you can buy down the rate. See if the rate or if the loan is assumable, which I think is a is brilliant.
1: And something that apparently, according to the seasoned folks in our in our office here, uh, that have seen a lot more markets than Nicole or I have combined, um, that that's that used to be a very common thing, and now it's kind of making its way back around again. So yeah, that's a very good one too. All right. Next myth is you have to have 20% down to get a conventional loan.
0: So this is not true. So you only really need 3% down to be able to get a conventional loan. Um, And then you can work with a lender, like we said. Make sure um, that everything else of your finances lines up with that. There's also other loan options that can even make it so you don't have to put even the 3% down. So um, there's FHA, VA if you're a veteran, great option. Uh, and then there's also like first-time homebuyer programs.
1: Which we actually, we got a chance to sit with uh, Michelle Beeson from Home Mortgage Alliance. And she kind of gave Nicole and I and a couple other agents just a really great breakdown of how that pro- those programs work as well. As the full FHA kind of breakdown, and so there's there's a lot of flexibility in there for mm-hmm. if you want to be a homeowner, it's it's a real it's possibility. possible.
0: Yes, Absolutely. it is, and especially right now. I mean, it, you don't have to put down those, um, like the appraisal waivers. We're not doing that anymore, not at all. So you don't have to worry about bringing fifty thousand down. Um, people are working with you. So it's it's great.
1: Yep. It's definitely a, a, a nice change to things. We've said in episodes past that it's not a shifting market. It has shifted. And yeah, so I it's think very that's, balanced right now. That's part of what's shifted is that mm-hmm. there's there's more options.
0: Yes. Agreed. All right. And the last myth is anyone can sell a home right now. Anyone. So this, this, is,
1: <laughs> this is a fun one because during the, you know, as, as the pandemic kind of waged on through the end of 2020 and into all of 21, um, the increase in uh, the number of Fizbos on the market for sale by owners was dramatic. Mm-hmm. People looked at what was going on around them. My neighbor just sold in three days. My other neighbor just sold in 24 hours with multiple offers. I can do this. Mm-hmm. And threw a for sale sign in the yard and went for it. Um, and. I have nothing against anybody who does do that because there are plenty of people that can yeah, manage their can. way through that. Right. Absolutely. But I
0: think they realized how overwhelming that was too. <laughs> it's, it's more of a process yeah, than yeah, just
1: yeah. a handshake in a pile of cash, you know, and right. there's a lot more that goes into it. And so there's, there's nuance to it that needs to be understood, whether it's by an agent or by at least doing some research. But the other side of that is now, fast forward to now, October of 2022, homes are not flying off the shelf yeah. like that anymore. That's not part of the market. And so, you know, it's it's really important to know the the touches that it takes to get your home completely ready to go on the market because there is a lot of that competition out there on the sell side. Right. You got to stand out. Mm-hmm. And standing out doesn't just mean throwing a for sale by owner sign in the yard. It means or a, a for
0: sale sign even it, True. by an agent. Like True. you have to do your due diligence and make sure that your house is marketed properly and make sure Um, that people, buyers are coming to see it. Marketed
1: properly and marketed for the long haul. Right. I think that's another piece of it. Smart. Because they're not just on the market for a week or two weeks. No,
0: it's 26 days it was.
1: 26 days was our average on the last episode. So, and some of them are sitting for a lot longer than that. So it's important to be able to, to understand what am I, what am I doing or better yet, what is my agent doing for me to, Mm -hmm. to get this property in front of as many eyes as it can be.
0: Right. So there's
1: a lot of things that go into that, which is why, it's nice to have an agent you can trust.
0: Yes. Absolutely. Agreed. agreed.
1: Just a few myths that we wanted to try and just bust for y'all because the news says a lot. And I know we say a lot, but um, we want to make sure that folks know that there's, there's real hope out there in this market. So busting those yeah. myths, that does it for us uh, for this episode. Thanks yeah. to everybody for listening, as always. And uh, thank you to Untitled Art, a delicious non-alcoholic beer for... Um, a term that I'm not allowed to use, I think, is October. Um, I'm go, sorry, you can edit that <laughs> out. Sober um, October. Sober October. And uh, totally no, Oct sober.
0: Oct sober.
1: Oh. Oh. Socktober is it? That's true.
0: Rocktober. That. Oh, I remember. Unfortunately, that. that's not
1: happening. That'll right. happen again in our lifetime, I maybe. Hope so different, uh, different topic, I suppose. But thank you to Unhuddle Art, a, a really, really good uh, juicy IPA, non-alcoholic beer. Uh, check them out. We'll put their info, their website info, in the, the notes. And then, as always, if any of this good, good stuff has struck your brain or made you ha- laugh or cry or giggle or anything at all, and then you go, hmm, mm-hmm, then please click the subscribe button. Uh, like us on YouTube. And then also make sure you hit us up on Spotify or Apple Podcasts. We are present everywhere. Our website is live yep. as well. So so- that'll be left at the end of the uh, episode notes. And Share the vid, tell your friends, tell your family. Yep. yep. That's exactly right. All those things. Tell oh, your kids. And hide your kids, hide your
0: wives. <laughs> That's a different video. <laughs> that was our <like>, <sighs> But Thank just you. Yeah, that was the best.
1: Um, uh-huh. And as always, team, cheers. Cheers.